0: Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody
1: Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how a newly discovered pregnant mummy could change what we know about ancient Egypt, a new development in solving the three-body problem, and how important it is to take off your shoes when you enter your house. Let's satisfy some curiosity.
0: Scientists in Poland made a surprising discovery – while systematically reviewing their collection of mummies, as one does. Turns out the mummy that they thought was a male priest was actually pregnant. And this is a big deal because she's the first pregnant mummy ever documented. The scientists are calling her the mysterious lady of the National Museum in Warsaw, which is going to be a real pain to fill in on Scantrons. She was in her 20s and probably lived during the first century B.C., They think she had a high status in Egyptian society because the body was decked out with a, quote, rich set of amulets, unquote, wrapped in linen and other fabrics and probably buried in the royal tombs of Thebes. And the lady was donated to the University of Warsaw in 1826. The funny thing is that they knew at the time that the mummy was female, The change happened later when researchers translated the hieroglyphs on the coffin, which said it was a male priest. The team behind the new discovery thinks the mummy may have been put in the wrong coffin by mistake. Imaging done in the 90s showed a, quote, anomaly in the pelvic region, which just added more evidence that the mummy was male. However, that anomaly was actually the tiny mummified leg of a fetus. The researchers think it was between 26 and 30 weeks old. Now, Egyptologists know that ancient Egyptians held a complex set of beliefs about the afterlife. The reason they mummified people in the first place was to preserve a person's physical body so the spirit could make its journey into the next world. That process usually involved removing internal organs, embalming them, and then returning them to the body. And the fact that the same hadn't been done to the fetus Raises a lot of questions. Was it a way to ensure that it went to the afterlife with its mother? Or was it just too difficult to remove without causing damage? Researchers have learned a lot about beliefs and practices in ancient Egypt. Shout out to the Rosetta Stone. But they don't know that much about the beliefs regarding women or pregnancy. And that's what makes this such an important discovery. With any luck, future research on the mysterious lady of the National Museum in Warsaw will offer a window into topics ranging from prenatal health care to religious beliefs about unborn children in the afterlife. Scientists have a long way to go before they wrap this one up.
1: A physicist from Hebrew University of Jerusalem has made a major breakthrough in the notoriously difficult three-body problem which has stumped scientists for hundreds of years. The three-body problem explores how celestial bodies like stars and planets affect each other's motion through gravity. Newton's equations can use the position and velocity of these objects to tell us how they influence each other's motion. But there's a problem. The equations are easy to solve for two objects, but adding a third one creates a major complication. It makes the whole system chaotic. And this is more than just a frustrating math problem. It applies to lots of things in the universe, including our next-door neighbors in the galaxy, the Alpha Centauri system. Alpha Centauri is a system of three stars, two twin stars about the same size of our sun that orbit each other, and a smaller red dwarf sibling, Proxima Centauri, which orbits them both much farther out. Although it looks steady now, the problem-child Proxima could destabilize the whole system, crash into one of its sister stars, or be ejected into space and leave the system permanently. Even super-precise measurements and simulations can't tell us when and how a system like Alpha Centauri will eventually collapse. That's because of the butterfly effect. Just like something as small as the flapping of a butterfly's wings can create an unexpected tornado on the other side of the world... One tiny difference in our measurements of a chaotic system can produce a shocking result. No wonder the three-body problem is one of the toughest problems in physics. But this new work takes an important step forward by attacking the problem in a different way. Instead of trying to solve the equations, scientists looked at them in terms of probabilities. They calculated how likely it was that each of the three bodies will be ejected from the system through time. The results showed that there are times when the system becomes what the researchers call leaky and quite likely that one of the bodies would escape the system, interspersed with times when the system was relatively stable. Not only can this result be used to predict the future of systems like Alpha Centauri, it can also look into the past. Probabilities of various system events tell us how our solar system might have evolved. As a result, we can deepen our understanding of the origin of our own solar system, as well as the galaxy and beyond.
0: The weather's getting pretty nice with summer here, so you might be spending more time outdoors, and then indoors, then outdoors again, etc. And this behavior comes with a small hygiene issue that you might not think about a whole lot. So here's a clip from 2018 that we remastered to help you keep your home happy and healthy.
1: So, Cody, do you take your shoes off when you get home?
0: My parents' house, yes. My house, no.
1: All right. Yeah, that's kind of a standard thing. Like, fancy houses. That's, that's where they have you take your shoes off. Well, I think I'm going to start doing it after learning about this. Uh-oh. We found a 2015 study that showed that the microbes on the soles of your shoes can rub off onto the surfaces you walk on. That sounds kind of obvious, but think about all the places that you walk Bathrooms and sidewalks, like and public bathrooms, alleys, yeah, yeah, oh, and alleys. The idea that you could be tracking little microbial footprints from a public bathroom around your living room is gross, but is it dangerous? Well, not all the microbes you pick up will be harmful disease-causing pathogens, although they might be. According to a 2017 study from University of Houston researchers, 26.4 percent of shoes carry Clostridium difficile, or C. diff which can cause inflammation of the colon and other uh, unpleasant side effects, if you know what I mean. Oh. Yeah. Other studies have found significant amounts of E. coli and Listerio monocytogenes on shoes, too. That
0: sounds terrifying.
1: Yeah. But you're probably not affected if you're a healthy adult and you clean your house somewhat regularly. But if you have young kids around the house, then it could become a bigger deal since they're in close contact with the floor. Oh, right. The same is true if anyone in the house is elderly or is on chemotherapy since their immune systems aren't as strong as yours.
0: Wow. So basically, if you've got kids or somebody that's more susceptible to getting sick, probably a good idea to take the shoes
1: off. Yeah, and you take your shoes off eventually when you get in the house anyway, so maybe just do it by the front door. Yeah. Maybe we all just need to change to slip-on shoes.
0: Ooh, just yes. Do it without hands. Or Velcro sneakers.
1: Nice. <laughs> Velcro's coming back.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you heard it here first on the Curiosity Podcast. <laughs> All right, let's recap what we learned today, starting with the fact that researchers discovered that an ancient Egyptian male priest was actually a pregnant female who they named the mysterious lady of the National Museum in Warsaw. The fact that the fetus was not wrapped in mummified raises some questions about their beliefs about everything from prenatal health care to religious beliefs about the afterlife at the time. One small discovery with lots of big implications.
0: We also learned that the three-body problem refers to the fact that when you're looking at more than two celestial bodies, it's really hard to figure out how their gravity affects each other. We still haven't solved the three-body problem, but scientists think they can get closer to finding a solution by looking at things in terms of probabilities instead of by trying to solve equations.
1: It's also a great sci-fi trilogy by Cixin Liu. That I really, really enjoyed and everyone should read it. His writing has a lot of physics and math in it, but it's, I mean, it's just to make this story even stronger. I I think it's fantastic. Nice.
0: And we also learned that you should take your shoes off as soon as you walk into your house because it could be tracking little microbes all around your home. And most of those microbes are probably harmless, but you don't want to track E. Coli or C. Diff or other disease causing pathogens into your home especially if you have young kids running around or crawling around.
1: Cody, do you remember when I gave you a really hard time on Hi-Ho about this?
0: Yes. Yes. You were
1: like, Cody was asking, he was like, I want better slippers so that I can walk in my house and out into my yard without taking off my slippers. And also I don't wear socks with my slippers and they get kind of gross. And I was just like, first of all, Don't wear the same shoes outside that you wear inside. Second of all, wear socks with your slippers, especially if they're not like machine washable, which I feel like anytime they have like leather or anything on them, they are not. Look,
0: I'm not like you city folk anymore. (laughs) Now that I'm out here in the burbs, I'm not walking down alleys or, you know, the, the train and the bus and stuff like that. I'm just I'm just walking in my backyard. I'm just going
1: on my deck. I'm going to my garage. I feel like the garage should probably have a lot going on. You got car oil and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Garage is pretty bad. Yeah. I'm uh, uh, yeah. I'm. It's a work in progress. I now have flip flops by the back door. So if I go outside, I just slip those on and off. I'm going in the back. Got my shoes by the other door.
1: You know. Nice. I'm moving into a new place soon and I'm sort of hoping that I can instill a no shoes in the house policy. We'll see how successful that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, uh, I have another person to contend with, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, on the scale of things, it is an easy fix to make to keep your house cleaner. It's like a really easy fix. But I am reminded of when I put my child down in my wife's office and I walked into my bedroom, my adjacent bedroom to grab something. And I came out and he had crawled across the entire room over to a flower pot with a small tree in it. And he had just grabbed a clump of dirt, shoved the whole thing in his mouth. (laughs) It's babies are very curious and they put everything in their mouth. So part of me is like, how can I even contend? But but no, I will. I will get better at the not tracking things indoors.
1: I get that. You're not exactly raising a bubble boy. No,
0: (laughs) no. And you've got to put them in a bubble to keep them from inhaling everything uh, oh, it's a good time.
1: <laughs> Today's writers are Grant Curran and Brianna Brownell.
0: Our managing editor is
1: Ashley Hammer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff.
0: Take off your shoes. You'll be more comfortable anyway. Then join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes.
1: And until then, stay curious.